Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. You gotta light them up before they burn it down. You know, so often when I listen to pundits and people talk about what's going on in the United States of America, you know, people try to say there's incompetence, negligence, they can't understand what is happening. I don't think that's the case. I think what we see happening in the United States of America is completely purposeful and it's intentional. I'll give you a great case in point. Just recently, the Secretary of Transportation, the Honorable Pete Buttigieg, was testifying up on Capitol Hill. And he talked about the pain that the American people are experiencing and suffering and how that would lead to more people buying electric vehicles. Of course, those are the elitists that can afford an average, uh, I think, price, what, $56,000, $60,000 vehicle? And then if you're living here in Texas, I mean, or here in Fort Worth or here in the DFW or anywhere in Texas, and you want to take a drive out to Palo Alto Canyon, there ain't no charging stations. So what is that going to do? See, everything that we see happening from the progressive socialist left, think about the fact that when Joe Biden came into office, I believe the average price of gasoline, regular gasoline, was like a buck ninety-eight. Yeah. A, month, a year and a half. And look at what has happened. And, of course, now they're saying, well, we've gone 30 days and it's dropped uh, 50 cents. Okay, it's dropped 50 cents and it is still at record highs compared to a buck 98. And, of course, you're out in California. I think you can still find places where there's 6 or $7 gasoline. And how embarrassing was it for the president of the United States of America to go to Saudi Arabia and fist bump a murderous tyrant and come away hat in hand with nothing. As a matter of fact, I think the Saudis enjoyed the fact that Joe Biden showed up begging them. The fact that we are here in Texas in the Permian Basin, which has hundreds of millions, maybe even billions of barrels of oil resources, or you go up to Alaska. And here in the Permian Basin, the EPA is talking about putting a ozone cap over the Permian Basin, so they can't go out and drill. That's not incompetence. That is purposeful and intentional. Gina McCarthy, who, you know, used to be, you know, I believe the head of the EPA, she's still one of these climate czars, she was lauding the fact, tickle pink about the fact that oil and gas workers are losing their jobs. But yet, here in Texas, where we live, we're seeing incredibly high heat. It's been two and a half weeks, triple-digit weather, not a lot of rain. And our electric reliability center of Texas, ERCOT, told us that we have to start looking at tampering down 
our electricity use. As a matter of fact, Tesla headquarters sent out a note to the folks here in Texas saying, you know, maybe you should not charge your vehicles between 2 to 8 p.m. And why? Because the wind is not blowing enough to generate wind energy. Now, sure, you got the solar panels up, and with all the hot weather we've been having, that's going fine, but that's still 3 to 5%. And furthermore, you need natural gas to push that energy through. But in the wintertime, back in 2021, we know what happened here in Texas. Solar panels froze over. The wind turbines froze. They didn't move. And we had a collapse, a blackout. Over 200 Texans lost their lives. All because we are putting more reliability in an unreliable energy source. And now Joe Biden wants to come out because, well, Senator Manchin said, no, we're not on tap with all this climate spending. So now he wants to do it by executive order. This is not a constitutional monarchy. It's a constitutional republic. You don't rule over us by edicts, orders, mandates, and decrees when you don't get your way through the legislative process, but you still want your ideological agenda to go through. The fact that inflation in the United States of America for consumers, the rate of inflation is 9.1%. For producers, the rate of inflation is 11.3%. This is not by incompetence. This is the going back to what Pete Buttigieg says, the type of pain that they want to inflict onto the American people to get them to bend to their will, to their ideological agenda. Whose will is that? The progressive socialist left, the Marxists. This whole thing called the liberal world order, where Joe Biden said we're going to have to endure and suffer with these high gasoline prices for as long as there's a conflagration in Ukraine. I don't care about the conflagration in Ukraine when it comes to whether or not Americans should be able to fuel their vehicles and feed their families. But that's what they're looking to do. You look down here at the border. Here in Texas, we got 1,254 miles of border that we share, not with the government of Mexico, the people that control the border zone here in Texas or the transnational narco-criminal terrorist organizations that we call the cartels, but yet no one wants to declare them that. No one in the United States of America, to include even here, Governor Texas, they don't want to say this an invasion. Everyone's talking about how cool it is that we're putting illegal immigrants on buses and sending them to Washington, D.C. Muriel Bowser, the mayor of Washington, D.C., complained about it. I don't want the left complaining about illegals showing up. I want the left complaining about the fact that we're turning them around at the border and sending them back south of the Rio Grande River. That's what should be happening. Now, I recently wrote a piece where we have 800,000. That's the number. I'm sure it's probably more than that, but 800,000, what they call the gotaways. The people that have come across the board, we see them on surveillance tapes, whatever. They cut and run. We, we know that they got across, but we don't know where they are. 800,000. Do you know that that number, when you put together the end strength, the current manpower strength of the active duty United States Army and Marine Corps, we have allowed more gotaways, 800,000, into the United States of America than what we have serving active duty in the Army and the Marine Corps. 
that's an invasion. And don't tell me that this is about incompetence. This is purposeful and intentional. The Constitution of the United States of America is very simple in the Guarantee Clause, Article 4, Section 4. The federal government is supposed to protect every state in the union from invasion. They ain't doing it, and they think it's funny. We need to have courageous governors to step up and say, we're going to take this thing out. And I don't want to hear about lawsuits. You know, there was a saying that a Texas Ranger had. He said, a man in the wrong cannot stand up to a fella that's in the right that just keeps a coming. We need more men and women that are going to stand up for what is right and just keep coming, relentless. Because the other side is relentless in what they want to do. The fact that they don't want to talk about these issues, they don't want to talk about inflation, they don't want to talk about the, the food prices, they don't want to talk about the gasoline prices, they don't want to talk about the rise of crime and criminality in all of our major urban population centers. What do they want to talk about? They want to do an executive order on murdering unborn babies. They want to do an executive order on climate change. People aren't talking about that at their kitchen tables. And what the left realizes is that political Armageddon is coming for them in November of 2022, but they got to do everything that they possibly can to cripple the United States of America so that maybe we cannot turn this thing around. The last time inflation hit 9% consumer rate of inflation, if I remember reading right, that lasted for nine years. Do you think that America can continue on nine years with 9% inflation rate? And your wages are not keeping up with that? This is what Marxists and socialists, leftists, this is what they do. You don't believe me? Look at what happened in Sri Lanka. A country that in embraced the globalist climate change agenda, had an ESG, you know, the environmental social governance score of 98%. What happened in Sri Lanka? Economic collapse. See, I, you know, I got to tell you something. I'm not a big conspiracy theory kind of guy. But I'm starting to believe that Ian Fleming was kind of right about something. This little organization that's out there manipulating things called Spectre. Because it seems to me that there are some people out there that are purposefully and intentionally undermining the United States of America and undermining other countries to topple them and bring them down and bring them toward economic collapse. Why? I guess for the purpose of global domination and rule. The fact that we are here in the United States of America and our number one geopolitical foe, China, is buying up farms and lands and a lot of these lands are right next to strategically vital military installations come on man they're buying up meat processing centers and oh by the way I know that again I don't like to be a conspiracy theorist but since last year I've been reading there have been some 97 different meat processing, food processing plants that have just gone kaboom, caught fire. When you talk about indicators, trends, and warnings, 
that's something we have to start paying attention to. And let me tell you about us, or usin, as we say down south, the American people. We got to stop with this soundbite mentality. We got to stop wanting our ears to be tickled. We got to stop just wanting to just read a quick headline or get our information in what, 200 characters or less. We got to go back to being critical thinkers and start putting the dots together on all of this stuff, or else we're just going to be sheep led to the slaughter. Because what I see happening in America between our border insecurity, our economic insecurity, our energy insecurity, our national insecurity, we spend more time with our military talking about cultural Marxism and the use of proper pronouns than we are having to train and ready military forces. As a matter of fact, the military has become so woke, they're not meeting their recruitment goals or retention goals. Because a lot of the young people... They don't want to be a part of that. They don't want to sit around and be told that you, because of your skin color, you're an oppressor. And you, because of your skin color, you're oppressed. I mean, when the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff sits there and says, well, I want to know more about white rage, white male rage. No, what you need to know more about is who are our enemies that we're facing. China, Russia. Iran, North Korea, Islamic Jihadism. But you, as the chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff, the senior military officer in the United States of America, need to be concerned about why did we have such a strategic operational and tactical debacle in Afghanistan? And who was to be held accountable for that? If you're a man of honor, you take your four stars off and you sit them down on the table and you walk away and resign. Because 13, 13 Marines, a sailor, soldier, lost their lives in Afghanistan because of that debacle. So I think it's time for us to start paying attention even more so to what's going on. I think it's time that we start to realize that the progressive socialist left, the Marxists, the cultural Marxists, they hate this country. It hurts me to say that because I'm talking about my fellow Americans, but they hate this country. When Barack Obama talked about in 2008 in Columbia, Missouri, that we're five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America, this is what they were talking about. And we're going to sit back and allow it to happen. An important election is coming up. The whole purpose of this podcast is to try to help you to be better informed, better educated, better engaged, and better activated on these issues. Because if not, this is going to continue on. And people talk about, well, you know, the Republicans are going to get the majority in the House and Senate. Okay, so you win a political race, but do you win the ideological battle? Because I will tell you that the left is even more tenacious, even in a minority. But when they're in the majority, they're tyrannical. So are we prepared for that? We want you to be. 
This week's show of the Steadfast Law Podcast, we're going to talk to Frank Lopez Jr. about border insecurity. We're going to talk about with Frank Gaffney from the Center for Security Policy about what we see happening geopolitically with China. Then we're going to talk about with Kevin Freeman of the Economic War Room about the economic insecurity that we see happening in the United States of America. So please continue to follow us on this podcast when you uh, see that like button, click on it, share it with others. But we are in a fight against an ideology that does not believe that we are the greatest nation that the world has ever known, does not believe that we have a recipe for success here. They want to break us down. They want to fundamentally transform the United States of America into God knows what. But I kind of like the land of the all-night 7-Eleven the Waffle House of the Whataburger. God bless you. Have a great night. Before they burn it down.